is going on kingdom church man i am excited about what god's about to do today all right so we are finally about a surviving prophecy and um today i want to talk about surviving the wait all right um because what god's about to do is going to cause us to have to wait like the miracle that god's about to perform the the thing that he's about to do is literally going to have to cause us to wait and the thing is what do we do when we wait because right now i am waiting on god to do a miracle that is astronomical i am waiting on god to do something that ain't ever been done before do you hear me like i am waiting on god all right so so I, it, it's not going to be long at all. So I just want to start off Romans 12 and 12. It says, rejoice in hope. Be patient in affliction. Be persistent in prayer. So rejoice in hope. Be patient in affliction. And be persistent in prayer. How do, what do you do in the wait? What do you do while you're waiting on God? Rejoice and hope. Be patient. And be persistent in prayer. You want to know what to do in the wait? Rejoice. Be patient. And pray. Okay? Let's go to 2 Peter 3 and 9. Okay? It says, The Lord does not delay His promise. That's something right there on its own. The Lord does not delay his promise. As some understand delay. But is patient with you. The Lord does not delay his promise as some understand delay. But his patient but he but is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance so his promises are not delayed but as we understand but his promises is patient with us not wanting any to perish but all to come to repentance okay so i'm gonna make a segue right here the lord does not delay his promise as some understand delay but is patient with us the promise is patient the lord does not delay his promise as some understand delay but is patient with us the lord in his promise is patient with us not wanting any to perish. She doesn't want us to die. <clears throat> but all to come to repentance. Not wanting any to perish or any to die in sin. He doesn't want us to die in sin. I'm saying that, but it could be anything. He doesn't want us to die in sin. He don't want us to die in nothing. <laughs> That's why we have to make room for god like like he doesn't he he's patient he's waiting on you to clean up because he doesn't want you to perish he doesn't want you to die 
He he wants you to come to repentance and turn back to God. So we have to make room for God. We have to clean up everything. Hosea chapter 6 verse 1. I memorized it. <laughs> it says, Come, let us return to the Lord, for He has torn us, but He will heal us. The title of it is A Call to Repentance. We have to turn back to God. Come, let's turn to the Lord, for He has torn us, but He will heal us. He has wounded us, but he will bind up our wounds. This is why we need to repent. So we can get reconnected with God. Verse 2 says, um, after two days, um, uh, let me go find it because I don't remember that part. But, but this, this here is why we need to return or we have to repent or turn back to God. Okay? I should be already here. Okay. Um, he will revive us after two days and on the third day he will raise us up so we can live in his presence so we have to repent we have to turn back to God okay so 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 let's make room <laughs> uh, y'all ready to make some room all right let's go to first Corinthians 316. Don't you say, don't you, don't you yourselves know that you are God's temple and the spirit of God lives in you? I'm about to make a connection here with this verse and with another verse, but, but don't you understand yourselves, don't you yourselves know that you are God's temple? God lives in you. And that the Spirit of God lives in you. Let's go to Colossians 3, 8, 8 and 10. And all this about to be connected. Okay? All this about to be connected. Okay. So, it says, But now, this is, this is how you got to clean up. This is what you got to throw away. Now, put away... All the following. Throw it away and make room for God. Throw away anger. Throw away wrath. Throw away malice. Throw away slander. And throw, and throw away foul language from your mouth. Oh my God. This is what you have to throw away in order to make room with God. Stop cussing so much. Just me? Okay. But there would be times where I would be in instances, instances thinking, oh, this would be funny to say that, and boom. Throw it away. It's taking up space in your head. Anger. You're too mad with people to even think about forgiving them and giving them another chance. And so now you're bound up. Oh, my God. Now you're bound up thinking and it's it, your mind is so it's so filled with anger it's so filled with foul language not just not just curse words but not just cuss words but curse words not just profanity 
but words that curse. We just got out of the surviving prophecy. One thing that your mouth can do is curse. And a lot of people are standing behind pulpits cursing. Singing in the praise team, but cursing. Cursing people. Cursing people's opportunity. Praying on people's downfall. Also, you can get an opportunity. But if you were to be more disciplined, you would have gotten there first. But now you... Okay. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. I'm, t I'm telling y'all, this is about to be quick right here. This is why we have to make room. Because if we don't, we're not going to be able to receive this. It says, but... As it is written, what no eye has seen, oh my God, no ear has heard, and no human heart has considered, God, oh my Lord, has prepared these things for those who love him. You love him? You need to be anticipating something that's never been done before. See, what God's about to do, I said this earlier, but what God, I said this earlier in Surviving Prophecy, but what God is about to do in my life cannot go unnoticeable. You're going to be able to notice it from a mile away because this is something ain't no I seen before. Ain't no ear heard of before. Ain't no even, ain't no human heart even considered that this could happen. Why? Because God isn't a God of duplication. He doesn't do do-overs. Anytime he does something, he does it new and afresh. God does not do repetitive things. If he blesses somebody with something, he... See, in the Bible, there was times where people were dead and he raised them from the dead. But the way he did it was never the same. He's not a God... Of repetitiveness he doesn't repeat everything he's not you can never uh, God is not predictable you cannot even try to predict what God is about to do God is unpredictable because he's not a God of the repeat he's the God of new and afresh okay Let's go to Malachi 3, 10 and 11. Now, this is talking about tithing, but I'm going to bring this to here. See, see some things, I'm going to take it out of the original context, but it's going to lead you to some grace and some hope. So, so what's going to happen is, this is talking about tithing, but I want you to take this and, and, and receive it anyhow. Because what, what okay, because people don't. People don't do this when they're about to take scripture out of context, but I'm telling you what I'm about to do. And I'm not going to take it out of context, but I'm going to use this to, to help my point. You feel me? So I'm not just taking this out of context, but I'm going to read the whole thing so you understand I'm not taking it out of context. Because what most preachers would do is they'll use that, that middle uh, lie, and they'll use that, and they'll say it, and they'll preach it, but, but, but forget the, the verses... Uh, in between it, okay? So I'm not even going to do that. I'm going to read it all. It says, bring to, 
bring the full tenth into the storehouse of the church. Bring the tenth of your income, the, the tithe, into the storehouse so that so that where may be food in my in my house. Test me in a way. Says the Lord of Armies. See if I want this is what people will say. See if I want open the floodgates of heaven and pour out a blessing, huh, for you without measure. I will rebuke the devourer for you. <laughs> so that <laughs> so that it will not ruin the the product of your land and your vine in your field and not fail to produce fruit says the lord of armies i'm gonna read that one more time because good lord this is packed it says bring the full tent into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house so bring it to god that's if this applies to you Test me in this way. Test God. Here. Says the Lord of armies. See if I see if I will not open the floodgates of heaven and pour out a blessing for you without measure. Food. Another version says pour out a blessing that you ain't even got room enough to receive, but you gotta make room. Okay. I will rebuke the devourer for you, the enemy, so that it will not ruin the product of your land. Whatever your life is producing, the enemy cannot ruin it. And your vine in the field will not fail to produce fruit. Whatever is in your life, whatever has been planted in your life will come back up. People planted, you planted good seeds here and there, your vines will grow fruit. Period. So, I've been waiting on this time to do this, sort of. Before I end, I give you full permission to throw away everything. Throw away every Instagram account because you know what you're using that for. Throw away your Twitter account, your OF. Mm -hmm. Throw away every, um, throw away anything that is taking over room. Throw, I'm giving you full permission right now. Throw away some friendships. See, this is no confirmation because some of y'all have been holding on to friendships and relationships out of fear. You know it ain't right and you know it ain't good. Throw it away. Throw away the lies. Throw away manipulation. Throw away jealousy. Throw away the bad um, um, words that people have, have put into your life. Throw it away. I give you permission. Throw away any and everything that you are hoarding out of fear. Yeah, because some of you are hoarding things, hoarding friendships, hoarding relationships, ho hoarding things that should have been gone a long time ago. And since you can't find peace in God, you run to Twitter to find your peace. 
see my dudes know the no I'm coming for it delete the accounts you're using it to take up space so you won't have to deal with the real issue you're using these duplicate things that are fake you won't go for real peace because you know that real peace will make you confront the real problem you won't go for that so what you do is you'll go for the counterfeit you'll go for peace that only lasts for a couple of seconds that makes you feel good in the moment but you won't go seeking the real peace because you know how you're gonna feel when you have to confront your problems <clears throat> throw it away because i'm telling you what god is about to do you this ain't proper English, I do not care, but you ain't gonna have no room to even try to receive it. Cause your brain is so clogged up with the idea of a female. Okay, sorry. Let me, I'm sorry. With the idea of peace, cause you got the right motives, you're just seeking for it in the wrong place. Huh. You got the right motives, you got the right things, but you're seeking for it in the wrong place. Oh my God. So, so, so throw it away. Throw away the pain, the hurt. I know what they said. It hurt what they did. It hurt how they made you feel. It didn't feel good. But I'm telling you, in order to receive the blessing that God is about to give to you in these next couple of months, what you're going to have to do is make room. It's going to hurt, but throw it away. Y'all been friends for however long. It don't matter. It's not benefiting you, and it's not bringing you any closer to God at all. Throw it away. See, I, 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 gotta, I gotta do this myself. Throw away the apps. Throw away the contacts in your phone. Throw, oh my gosh. Throw away the Instagram followers you got. Cause you know you can, you can make people like, like if somebody was following me right now that I didn't want to follow me, I could go on there and make them unfollow me. See, it's up to you who you let follow you. You got wolves following you disguised as sheep trying to kill you, but you won't cut them loose. You, you can easily cut them off and make them not follow you no more. See, some of y'all don't know how to do that, but, but you can do that. Throw away the counterfeit and seek the real thing. Cause I'm telling you right now. See, I'm deleting stuff right now as we speak. I'm cause cause I can't be up here talking to y'all about something and not doing it myself. I'm deleting stuff. I've been deleting contacts all week. Deleting people off my Instagram all week. Y'all think I'm playing. I would randomly see somebody on my IG that I know was distracting me from the plan of God. So I had to discontinue and disconnect from it. Because if I didn't, it would have killed me and it would have taken up space where God was trying to fill it. God has been trying to fill your life, but you're too busy waiting on God doing the wrong thing.
You're waiting on God angry. Don't do that. You're waiting on God seeking for counterfeits. Don't do that. You're waiting on God seeking the wrong thing. Don't do that. Instead, wait on God and make room. Clean up. When was the last time you actually cleaned up your house? Cause your house dirty. I'm not talking like physically, but like mentally, emotionally, spiritually. When was the last time you actually cleaned up? Kill the cause of your depression this week. You know why? You know why every time this person don't do nothing, you feeling this time disconnect. Cause it's not doing nothing but killing you. You know the reason why you're anxious all the time. Cut. Cut the connection. Throw it away. Make room. Throw it away. Even Jesus has to make room. Oh my gosh. The Bible says... When we when we ask God for forgiveness and repent, what happens? He throws it as far as the east is from the west. He has to make room because he can't keep that in here. He has to throw it as far as the east is from the west, and he gotta throw that thing away because if he doesn't, it's going to take a room while he's trying to bless you. If Jesus. If Jesus has to make room to be able to bless you, maybe, just maybe, you have to make room to receive the blessing. Don't block yourself from the blessing because you got unforgiveness. Throw away unforgiveness. Throw all of that away because it's killing you it's hurting you it's making you feel a certain type of way every time you look at something and and see this is what we do while we're waiting on god we don't even think to do the right thing it don't matter every time we're waiting on god we run to a counterfeit <laughs> Can I even say this on YouTube? I don't care. Instead of running to God for real peace, because I was beating around the bush, but I'm going to say it. Instead of running to God for real peace, you're running to the hub for a counterfeit peace. Instead of running to the joy of the Lord, you want to run to the joy of pleasing yourself rather than the joy of the Lord that will give you strength. You would rather go to the joy of being angry. Y'all, I'm about to... You would rather go for the joy of anger rather going for the joy of the Lord. Just make room. And stop going for the counterfeit. Stop going for the counterfeit of peace. 
the counterfeit of joy. The counterfeit of love. Because some of y'all just getting into relationships just because I want to feel love. You know good and well. God don't want you there. But you would rather stay outside of the will of God just so you can stay comfortable. You would rather make... Okay. You would rather get outside of the will of God rather than actually doing what you're supposed to be doing. I got outside. I'm telling y'all. I got outside of the will of God. The will of God is up there. I got outside. See, right now, y'all don't even know where in the basement I am. I'm walking right now. But I am outside of the will that God has for my life. I am outside of it. I am not where I'm supposed to be. Because I'm roaming in places that I should not be trying to find something that I can find in Jesus. Oh my God. And then, a couple, about a couple of days ago, God told me, make room. So I had to come back up here. And it wasn't this neat. I had friendships I wasn't supposed to be in right there. Connections I wasn't supposed to have right there. Pleasure. Peace. That I should have found in God. But I ran to a counterfeit right there. Nasty stuff over there. Some bad things in my heart right here. Always seeking validation from people. You don't need nobody to validate what God has put on the inside of you. Because if God did it, it's validated. Period. If God did it, I, I'm so... Okay, because people always want to seek validation and try to get people's approval. If God did it, and if God said it, it's validated. Period. You ain't got to get no human on the face of this earth to okay what God did. Because if God did it, it's already okay. Holy my gosh. Throw it away. It's August 2nd. Third. Throw it away. Throw away every lie. Throw away everything that made you feel like you were doing the right thing. Oh, I'm just trying to get peace. It won't hurt nobody. Okay. Oh my God, I wish I could really say what I want to say, but YouTube's going to take me down. And I don't want that to happen. Because I'm trying to be real. Because you really need to make room. Ain't no, ain't no excuses, period. You have. It is required of you to make room for God. Make room. This is why God can't bless you. I told you why you couldn't receive the prophecy, but now I'm telling you why you can't, God can't bless you. I'm telling you right now. 
God cannot bless you because of all of the clutter you have around you. God can't work a miracle in your life. If It's like trying to put furniture in a dirty house. You got hot pockets on the floor. You got cereal in the couch. You got fingerprints on the TV. You got a busted PlayStation. You got a mattress that is torn up. You got mirrors that are cracked. Your shower is nasty. You, how are you trying to remodel your life in a dirty house? See, I watch. I used to watch um a lot of house remodeling channels and stuff like that because I like that. But the thing about it is they can never remodel the house while it's dirty. They always have to clean up before they add new floors, a new ceiling, new protection. See, what's going to happen when you make room and you clean up, God is going to be able to, to lay down some new floors, new foundation. Some new walls, new parameters, new protection. Because walls are meant to protect what's valuable and meant to keep out what's deadly. And once the walls come down, everything that's valuable is now vulnerable. When the walls of your life come down, everything that is valuable becomes vulnerable you used to have a valuable gift but you let people into your house that tore down your walls and so now the the real thing that's in you is vulnerable your value is vulnerable because you're not being protected and so what you have to do is you have to get a nehemiah on you and you have to rebuild the wall it don't matter because Nehemiah didn't have permission. Nehemiah sought to rebuild the wall. He had no permission. He had no contracting degree or contracting license. He just started building. You don't have to have any. Um. Um. You don't have to have any experience. All you gotta do is start. You don't have to have experience in Christianity. Build the YouTube. Build the platform. Build. You don't have to have experience. All you gotta do while you're waiting on God, rebuild the wall. Because some stuff God is going to ask you to do. God told me, rebuild the wall. He sought after it. So he got to building. People talking about him. People saying stuff. But he had to do what he had to do. So while you wait, clean up. Because God's going to give you some new foundation. Some new furniture. You're going to get a new couch. Some new friends. You're going to get a new TV, some new entertainment. Because your entertainment is trash. Running the Twitter for entertainment. 
running the Instagram for entertainment, running the TikTok for entertainment, running to your Snapchat stories for entertainment. He going to give you some more entertainment. He going to give you some new carpet, some new comfort. See, see, I posted a video said, and um, a couple of days ago talking about comfortable Christians. You can't be comfortable doing the thing of God, but you can be comfortable with God. Because what's going to happen is you are going to get comfortable. And one reason why you can't get comfortable is because God will always call you to move. I forget who it is, but there was somebody in the Bible that was just minding their own business. But God told them, they said, God said, move. Get up, take all your stuff and move to a place I will show you. With the no directions, no destination, they got up and moved. You can't stay comfortable. Because when you get comfortable, you'll eventually begin to neglect what God has planned you to do. You'll begin to neglect the thing that God wants you to do. You'll begin to, to get blindsided by the purpose of God because you're so focused on getting comfortable. That's why you have to clean up. Because your friends are too comfortable. Well, I want comfortable friends and I want to be able to talk to them when I feel um, certain ways and I want to be able to communicate with them. Your friends are way too comfortable. I'm just telling you, it's, it's too comfortable. Make room. Deleting accounts, delete apps, delete pictures, delete videos. Delete, so, some of y'all need to make room. Throw away that hoodie. Throw away the... Just get rid of it. Because it's not doing nothing for you. In fact, it's tearing you down. Because God can't bless you if you're too crowded. So while you wait, don't try to seek validation. Don't do that. While you wait, don't try to seek pleasure outside of the purpose of God. While you wait, there is some stuff you can't do because you're a Christian. While you wait, there are some places you can't go because of the call on your life. When you, while you wait, there are some conversations you cannot have because you are way too anointed to have those type of petty, those type of un immature conversations. Some of your, some of your text messages right now are filled with immature conversations because you, you're waiting on God. But you're not doing the right thing while waiting. See, we need to get back to the to the old school church. 
Cause see, 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 I came from a church that wasn't necessarily judgmental, but with all honesty, we would try to help you. We would come off judgmental. Y'all know how Christians are. This ain't just apostolic, Baptist, church of God in Christ. It's not just denominational. This is Christians, period. A lot of us seem judgmental because we love you. A lot of us seem like we homophobic, but in reality, we're trying to lead you to God. A lot of us seem judgmental. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't go there. You can't. Because we love you and we want to protect you. And because God has a great call in your life, there's some stuff you cannot do. I have a great anointing on my life personally. And there are some stuff that I try to do that fail. Because of the amount of, of, of authority that God has placed in my life, there's some stuff I can't do. There's some things I can't touch. There's places I can't step foot in because of the anointing that's on my life. There is some, while I'm waiting on God, I can't have those conversations. Because I'm too anointed for that. Uh, some of y'all got to get another attitude. I can't go there. I'm too anointed for that. I can't try to seek validation from them. I'm way too graced for that. I have a greater call on my life. I can't be focused on what people are saying. I got to be focused on what God's saying. While you wait, throw it. You know what it is? The relationship, the friendship, the counterfeit. I ain't going to go all up in your business now. Maybe later, but make room. It's easier said than done. It may take time. But don't just make room. Be confident. Don't just be sad deleting text messages, deleting uh, uh, Instagram followers, deleting all this other stuff. Don't be confident in what you're doing. Be because you can be confident because when you make room for God, He'll begin to overflow. He'll begin to do stuff. That, that you ain't even seen before. So you have to make room for God. To be able to receive what he really wants for you. What he's really trying to do. What he's really trying to get you to do. I'm telling you. You can't hang with them no more. Oh, we've been good since kindergarten. We've been... Too bad. So sad. Y'all really, we, we used to say that when we was kids. Too bad. It don't matter. Because you have to get mature. It don't matter if you. Okay, let me stop. <laughs> See, I got to watch my words because I'll go off in a second. But you have to make room. Because when you make room, you're telling God, hey, I've matured. I can put away childish things such as counterfeits, hub, OF, PH, Twitter, IG, 
uh, TikTok because y'all can get soft on, on everything. So it don't even matter. Doing. Talking to people. I've literally gotten to the point to where I've been so lonely that I would run to people trying to trying to um trying to waste time rather than doing what I know I was supposed to be doing make room because you'll see how mature you are you were able to stop that just because God gave you a promise see it'll really prove how strong you really are see people calling you weak now but when you begin to stop the counterfeit P-H-O-F whatever when you begin to stop the counterfeit because of what God promised you it'll really begin to show off how strong you are so make room I'm done I just have to tell y'all delete everything delete conversations cause there's conversations that you should not be having with the level of anointing and grace that God has called you to. There are some things that shouldn't even cross your mind. But because of your, <laughs> because of your boredom, see boredom makes people stupid. When you bored, you just become dumb. Like I don't, I, it, it may just be me, but personally, when I get bored, I get real, real stupid. There are things that cross my mind and things that I do that is real dumb. But because I have nothing else better to do, see, that's what, see, see people, that's, that, that's the excuse. I have nothing else better to do. Read the Bible. That's boring. That's for older people. You better get into it now. Okay, let me stop. Let me not even jump deep into that. But boredom makes people dumb. When you bored, you start doing stuff that's dumb. Don't waste your boredom being stupid. All offense on take it offensively, please. Cuz I'm trying to get you to change. When I'm telling you to delete everything, please take it offensively. Cuz I'm trying to I'm trying to persuade you. To do something that God's shown me. God, God has, given, has given me a glimpse of the future. If you just make room. He will be more than able to fill it. God. I, I, heard, I heard my man. Um, Ty Tribbett say this before. He said. God will never ask you to give, to give him something. He never plans on filling. So if God asks you to give him something, give him your time by making room for him. He'll fill it. Give him your talent. He'll fill it. Give him whatever it is and he'll fill it. God will never ask for, 
God will never ask you for something He does not plan on filling If God asks you for something He plans on filling it 40 minutes? Oh my God, I gotta get up out of here Okay Make room Pool party ends